3: from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. D- 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 that's some interdimensional
1: <laughs> idea. <shit. laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
4: This is only the beginning.
1: Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind
4: blown? Good morning, Swarm! And welcome
3: to Timfall Hat. Huh? You know who I am? You know what I'm here to do? I'm here, too. Rock. Great job. You finally got down. Joining me, as always, my good friend. You're going to see him in Vegas this weekend. Xavier Guerrero. What's up? XG and the place to be. And then, on the ones and twos, he's going to be doing Stamp this weekend. My good friend and yours, Jay Nice. What's
5: up, dude? Johnny Woodard. Great everybody. show today.
3: Great show today. We have a wonderful show for you. Eddie Bravo. The one and only Mr. Eddie Bravo's here, plus david wolf who i call david hungry hungry (laughs) because i had him in the show and my phone as david hungry like an avocado wolf and like an idiot i didn't look at it and i is one of my low moments david hungry david wolf great show we talk about all your favorite stuff Tataria, germ theory versus terrain theory and uh we get into the psyop that is the world we live in so it's a great show. Uh, this has been a you know this is the week of the Big Five Hundred. We're almost sold out in the first show. Literally, it's like I bet you by the time you hear this, the first show will be sold out. But don't worry, the second show is available at nine thirty. Stand up, XG Eddie Bravo will be there, and Jay Nice is doing stand up. Everybody, woo. Woo woo! Jay Nice going to uh, go up and drop the hammer on kn- the gods. If, if you
5: knew what was going to happen, you wouldn't be that excited. I'm
3: very excited. Oh, Jay Nice.
5: I this is going to be a roast.
3: Guys, come and finally <laughs> no, meet no, Johnny's no, I girlfriend. Gonna, I just mean it's going to suck. Johnny's girlfriend will be there. So no, she's come, not. She's come not. She's and meet Johnny's girlfriend. I can't wait to meet gonna her. She's not going to be there. She's, she's going to be there. there. She's <laughs> no, going to take not. pictures no, with you. <laughs> There we go. So come on. Go to SamTriplee.com. If you can't make it to Vegas, I will be in Miami the following week, October 21st through the 23rd. I will be in Miami with my good friend Howie Dewey. Johnny Bettencourt is going to be joining us there. And uh, I'm going to be at the Miami Improv. And then, guys, guys, (laughs) I'm going to be in Salt Lake, man, on uh, November 11th. Grab your tickets now. We got uh, we're halfway sold out. We're a month out.
6: Salt Lake City is November twelfth. Okay. Idaho's November eleventh.
3: Okay, so November eleventh is in, in
6: Boise, Idaho. And
3: Boise, Idaho, tickets are moving. I've been told. Happy, can't wait to be in Idaho, and Chris Neff is coming with me to that gig, so if you like cash, you get to see Chris Neff. The following night, I am in Salt Lake. Those tickets are moving as well. Very excited about that. Let's pack it out. It's only 170 tickets. Grab your tickets now and see myself, Chris Neff, Zane Helberg. Drop the hammer on the gods. Uh, in the Disobey tour. I'm working on new material. I've already got some murder stuff, dog. i already got some murder stuff. Like, new shit? Like, I haven't even seen it? No, no, no. You've seen some of it. But i got some more new shit. All right. Don't you worry about that. I'm constantly evolving, dog. Constantly evolving. Go check that out. Guys, uh, obviously, you know about Rockfin. All my premium content is there. We're talking roughly eight hours a week. Uh, I'd say seven episodes a week from just me. Okay? Then you add <laughs> Xavier Guerrero. You add, that's an eighth show you, a week, you, you all for $10. Con- you
6: just did Conspiracy Castle? Add another one to the yeah, fucking add list?
3: another one to it.
5: It's like a marriage. <laughs> I mean, you're going
3: to well, be sick of this guy. Well, this happens when you are crazy, okay? So it's a great way to support the show. New t-shirt Woo! allure! New t-shirt allure! Go to TimfallhatTshirts.com. We have a new one. What's it called, the new t-shirt?
6: It's... Give me the loosh.
3: Give me the loosh. Give me, me the, the loosh.
6: Yes, I love it. Right? Give yeah, me the loosh. Give me the
3: loosh. Okay? That is loosh. It's the Monopoly lizard person have <laughs> <louche. laughs> their
5: red shoes on there. Okay, no,
3: with so the red shoes because they're shady uh, as shit. We, we, got got some, got? Hey,
6: yeah, we got some heat for that Oh, already. we got yeah. some heat?
3: <laughs> the, what are the lizard people going to wear? They're going to wear red shoes. <laughs> Go grab it. Only 20 bucks. Grab it while you can. Great way to support the show. Tim Fullhat, t-shirts.com. Now, We have some wonderful free shows for you to watch. Not just Tim Fall Hat, which is always Tim Fall Hat. is for the people, and will always be for the people, and will always be free. Okay, I have some other free shows. I have something called Broken Simulation. That's my comedy show. Yes, and uh, we just recorded this a murder episode. Yeah, a big murder, two hours. Two hours of murder. Him and I like. Let's just do an hour, and then we just talk, and, yeah. and it goes all day because I'm rocking coffee. I have that. It's called Broken Simulation. I have. If you want to see what me and Brian Kellen are up to, check out conspiracy social club yeah. that is, the old episodes are for free and i'm proud to announce i've just up, uploaded the third one zero now i want this is my spiritual show go to zero with sam you have to put the whole thing zero with sam triple because it's so new to find it on on uh, apple and it's basically the journey. And trust me, man, this is like new Sam in the spirituality, and I'm just taking you through. So if you want to hear old episodes from the vault, go to Sam, go to Zero with Sam Tripoli, wherever you listen to the podcast, and just know that you can get brand new two episodes a week on Rockfin. Is there anything else, guys? Cash Daddies as well, man. People are making so much money on this show. It's unbelievable. If you're looking for a show about investing, go to Cash Daddies and check that out. So anything else,
6: guys? Yeah. Nope.
3: I love you all very much. I'm so excited. This is a great episode for a great week, man. We got nothing but murder this week. Enjoy the show. Support the show. And guys, if you you know you can leave us a five star review, that really helps the show. Five star reviews on Apple, and we'll we'll start maybe reading those at some point, sometime maybe. Here we go. Love you guys. Enjoy Eddie Bravo and Dave Avocado. <laughs> uh, hungry like the wolf. Enjoy. all right so let's get into it. it's the big 500 i thought who better to have on than this gentleman you could see him that this saturday uh two shows in in the 500 episode and in stand up my
2: good friend i love him. the pieces eddie bravo Thank you for having me. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Considering it's the end of the world, it's not too bad. Or it's the beginning of the world. It depends on how totally. you see it, brother. Yeah. I,
3: I I see bright stuff coming. I see them losing everything. We'll get into that. But super excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Eddie, uh, you know, I was watching the old episode, the very first episode that both of us was on and uh you know, I'll talk about on uh, you know Saturday, but I
2: cannot thank you enough for everything you've ever done for me, brother. Hey, thank you, man. I can't thank you enough as well, man. I wouldn't be doing comedy right now if it wasn't for you. If you, didn't, if you didn't give me the opportunity to get on the main stage and the comedy at the comedy store, nobody else is going to give me that opportunity at all. Nobody. There's not one person that would let me uh, get on the main stage, but uh, you let me get on on your show, and that kicked it off. And now we just tour and we just
3: wreck shop. And then we're two old guys that go get fucking something to eat and go to bed. That's our fucking time, right? We just play. This guy somehow finds the two, three Mexicans in the city of no Mexicans, finds them, go does stuff, and we hope he makes his flight.
6: They always do, though.
3: Right? Right? And I just go to bed. Yes, for sure. So I love you and thank you I for doing you the show. Too, so this week's going to be very good. There's only a couple tickets left. It will probably Vegas. Be
2: Vegas, baby.
3: Vegas. It will probably be sold out the first show this but Saturday. The second show, Tim Comedy Night. There's still some tickets left. See the whole crew. Xavier Guerrero. Johnny's doing a couple minutes. Okay. So oh, that's going to be big. Hell yeah. Right? Is, is, that, is that big? Is
5: that really big? That's going to be big. Yeah. In this universe, oh, okay. that's huge.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, Tino Sanchez and klaus schwab jr will be joining us so that will be cool so it's gonna be a lot of fun and he's like let's do a comedy tour for conspiracy theorists and uh we started the bomb now we're here and it's very cool so thank you for all that hell yeah uh very excited to have our next guest on man he's a nutritionist he's a he's an organic farmer and dude this dude can smell out water wherever he goes very excited to have him on please welcome david hungry how are you brother David Hungry. Best ever. <laughs> oh, David Wolf. Oh, I said it wrong. David Wolf. Sorry, brother. I have I have you in my phone as David Hungry Like the Avocado Wolf. I did read okay. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. David Wolf, started, how are you, brother? in eighth grade
0: with
3: a grand <laughs> I'm it's just, consistent. my bad. He's like Ron Burgundy. Says.
5: Go fuck yourself, San yeah, Diego. Yeah, we'll just read yeah, whatever's yeah. up there.
3: David Wolf, how are you, brother?
0: Dude, best ever living out here in Texas now. Trying to get you guys over here. Love LA, but man, they've turned that into a gong show of corruption and insanity. So happy to be over here. All set up now.
3: I I don't know how you change it. I don't think the people here have any desire to change. I don't. They're so in. They're they're worshiping this old altar of show business that you need ninety green lights to get on a project and they don't want to be the one that pisses off one person on the chain so they won't speak up. So, and and you have a lot of people that let's face it, aren't invested in the future in LA. A lot of people living in right now. I need this TV show. I need my legacy. I need everything. Nobody's thinking about the kids. So many of these people are having conversation about what's going on in school. Do not have children. And I don't see how it changes
0: you know what changes because we just drive the bus around it that system's over it's like blair witch project or any of these like low budget projects that came in from the side and hit the industry from another angle and that's what we got to do so i keep creating content keep creating films keep doing shows you keep doing the same and the people will find it and that's the world we live in now so we we drove the bus around hollywood hollywood's a dying breed unfortunately there were some great moments but it's dead and uh and now it's living again in other places like florida and texas where people actually have real liberty and real freedom and real creativity and that's that's the exciting part
3: you know it's so interesting the term hollywood will always be there it will be when movies uh indie television stuff like are uh, even off of uh netflix we're talking like people will build their own streaming sites it will be like when they say hey dude will you tivo that for me no one really has a tivo anymore but they they know the term what you're talking about that's what it's gonna be with Hollywood. They're gonna ha- they're gonna talk about Hollywood when they mean movie film. but the actual Hollywood itself
0: in Hollywood, California, is done. It's done. Done. It's- done. Over. Nobody wants it. It was all programming. <laughs> terrible messages i mean a lot of it was fun it was great to watch and and a lot of it was good too and but it's over that that world's over and it will it's now it's a genre it's a category okay there's the hollywood films new genres are coming in crazy opportunities are going to come up in the next 10 years with all this insanity that's going on because with the crises of our times amazing opportunities will be happening every direction i think the most important thing over the next 10 years is picking what you're going to do because there's going to be a lot of good opportunities you just gotta you gotta pick and choose wisely.
3: And you have to understand that it's gonna get uncomfortable. And it's like that's okay. Gotta get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And because you're gonna have to go through this when you like when you forge a new path up the mountain. You're, you're like leading the way, bro. You, you're the machete. It's not going to be easy. It takes people doing it a bunch of times for there to be a nice path for everybody to follow. So you're going to have to go through it. And it's like what Joy Diaz says. You got to have immigrant mentality, man, which is like my dad, as flawed as a man as he was, worked 90 jobs. Our grandparents, we heard about them having 90 jobs. Like, get uncomfortable man you got your day job that has to pay your bills you're gonna have to work you know you got kids you gotta take care of that then you gotta work on your side biz that you want to be your main biz and get uncomfortable with that get comfortable with being tired with like having no time to fucking rest get comfortable with that because that's what happens when you're trying
2: to go for the fucking gold bro what percentage of big hollywood movies uh are uh, propagandized would you say 80, 90, 100? Today? Yeah, today it seems like it's 100, it's, right? It seems like it's 100. It's but, 100, but, then think, 100 but then you for think, but then you think
0: Today it's 100. I agree. But then I, but then you got to I'll t- take 100, Sam.
2: <laughs> but then you got to think Show like Show me 100. But then you you know, you got to think like oh, like propaganda <laughs> didn't just start. Maybe it's in the 80s. Maybe all those films in the 80s had some kind of propagandized message i wish there was a list of movies that were a hundred percent propaganda free like like a list like a tv guide tv shows it seems like every tv show had some kind of angle right i think it goes to
3: what you, what does the elites want us to be thinking and doing at the time hey everybody i want to tell you about our friends at talk space listen Mental health is a big issue today, and a lot of us are kind of afraid to actually go and talk to a therapist, whether you have, you know, too machismo to talk about your problems, That's me. you know, or, or you just feel uncomfortable talking with other people i think it's very important to talk to other people and the reason i like therapists man is like in la I, I, you have know, friends right where you're like hey do i want to talk about my problem and then like within two seconds it's about them
5: yeah and you realize you probably need a medical license to help yeah, this person yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: that's half your friends today you or, have, to have a
6: medical license or for. sam makes it into a joke Okay, yeah,
3: okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So listen, that's why it's important to get a therapist, and that's why our friends at Talkspace, okay, are are really trying to help out. Talkspace.com. Here's the thing, dude. You guys you can meet with a therapist to work on your mental health, and it's just as easy and helpful as hiring a personal trainer to work on your physical health, and it has a positive impact on your life. It can be totally life-changing, okay? Talkspace makes it possible to speak with licensed therapists right on your phone tablet or computer okay and unlike traditional therapy you can message your therapist anytime via text video or voice it's 100% secure and stigma free okay the way therapy was meant to be all right it's really simple I I, listen man I went to I've went to multiple therapists okay I do therapy in many different ways and I think it's important to talk about your problems, okay? At Talkspace, your privacy is and security is their number one priority. The app puts you in a private room and you just, with you, you and your, with just you and your therapist. Sending messages 24/7 and get replies throughout the day. No need to wait for a weekly appointment. Talkspace encrypts and adds security features to keep your conversation fully protected okay there's no obstacles anymore and you don't have to win a prize for doing it alone okay you can get somebody to help you out getting professional help isn't weird or weak it's smart because Be sure your friends might know a thing or two about electricity, but you don't have to let them rewire your house. You get Uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Right? I do know a lot. I'm not a therapist, okay? Stop calling me XG all the time, all right? (laughs) Go to Talkspace.com and get 100% off your first month when you use the promo code TINFOIL at sign-up. That's 100% off at Talkspace.com, promo code TINFOIL. Reach out, get some help. At Talkspace.com.
2: You know, you always hear about writers who sell a script to Hollywood and, and and they always say, dude, they totally changed my script. They fucked it all up. That's so common, right? Yeah. It seems like, like if Hollywood is just a propaganda uh, machine that maybe, you know, the people <clears throat> who uh, are pushing the propaganda, they're not writers. So it's like they have to get like real writers to write scripts and they're looking for scripts that they could tweak into propaganda and that's why they're changing it because, yeah, they're just, they, they, they'll take a real legit writer who's like, you know, who's in a trance who th- who's following his dreams and all that shit and then they, they take those scripts and go, okay, we could tweak this into exactly what we want,
6: right? Yeah. Doesn't it seem like that? They do that with like uh, books and, because the people, the, top, yeah. the people at the yeah. top, they can't write movies. The people at the top,
2: they they write shitty movies. They need real writers that they can get close enough to like something that they want to push, and then they mold it into it, boom. And they go, sorry, here's your money, bam. We're going to change this shit well, up. Well,
3: it's like when you talked about the, that video you sent me that I thought was just hidden on the head, which is the internet's dead, right? A number Episode one of that. They, the guy put out a two-parter. But in that video, he talks about how some people flourish and some people don't. How many times have you been on Twitter? I know some people gotten off Twitter, and you see some guy who's got three, 300,000 retweets and likes, and you look at it, it's like, me, pee-pee, poo, and everyone's like, why is this thing getting a billion retweets? Yeah. It's because mm-hmm. they, they reward those who shine and they, who, who do what they want and they 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 fucking silence those who don't play the game, and it's yeah. that fits in exactly what you want. So they're looking for so people have gotten really really good at pitching projects they think the industry wants, not what they think people want to consume. That's they're it. like, oh, the industry will love this. Yeah, so, right. So that's a, there's an old saying that um. Who was who was the uh the big a guy that did uh, that Louis stand? Anderson Louis Anderson had a great quote and he was like back in my day the entertainers told the industry what was funny yeah. now the industry tells the entertainers what is funny that's and it. that yeah. is where we're that's what is dying
5: off in and my they, humble day. They just let what they want out rise to the top. They let they give the green lights to the gatekeepers, yeah. right? Yeah, gate yeah and bands keepers, coming
2: right. up. Bands coming up too. Cause I mean, I was in that trance. I wanted to be a rock star my whole life. I wanted fame, fame. I go to Hollywood. I moved to Hollywood. I fucking moved to Hollywood to be a rock star. They had me good. Right? So then you always hear like these bands like, Oh, you're only gonna get signed if you do this or do that, and the labels want this and the labels want that. And you think they want that because they know what the people want but now it's like no no they want that because it it helps their agenda 100 percent,
3: right? dude 100 because all the bands are like oh this they're
2: they're signing bands like this and they're they're signing bands like that and look at the shit they were signing god damn the 80s i'm a big metal head i fucking love slayer and all like all that shit venom and and um, merciful fate and king diamond all that shit that was like super satanic and now I'm thinking, damn, they got left alone. All those bands, they never got fucked with. They were fucking with Twisted Sister. like you, That's, that's when I knew. I'm like, wait a minute. You guys are going after Twisted Sister and Judas Priest? Twisted like, like, Sister. Slayer is, I mean, Slayer has a song called Angel of Death. It's about Auschwitz, and it's brutal. Nobody fucked with Slayer. Nobody left him alone. It was hilarious.
6: You know where else they hit him hard? Gangster rap. Well that's exactly. NWA, yeah. 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 Same shit happened. They let it go. Oh. And
2: then they made a movie about it. CB4 like kind of exposing it. Isn't that crazy? Right, that they right, were like right. like a pretend actors gangsters. Well, Studio gangster well, actors.
3: It also pranksters. gets to like I mean it's like what it, it's what killed You know viacom they started pushing what they wanted over what people want to consume and it just became
0: that's the whole system bro that's where we are it's now it's in music now it's in politics now it's in culture they're trying to get the people at the top pushing everything they're the gatekeepers of everything that's what we're that's where we're at that's why like your vote doesn't count because they're just gonna cheat they're gonna change your vote because they're pushing it now they're in charge yeah. It's happening throughout the whole culture, and it's it's alarming, but it's going to come to a fight because basically the people have been – like people say, well, should we secede? Maybe Texas should secede. Look, the federal government of the United States already seceded from the people decades ago. They have nothing to do with the will of the people. They do what they want.
3: Do you have a concern about secession that it, it, it looks a lot like the breaking up of – the USSR. I get very concerned when you break us up into tinier little countries that were easier to manipulate. Which is what they did. You know, I'm a big Tatarian guy. I just came out, everybody. I'm a Tatarian. I think today is <laughs> come out, out day. <laughs> yeah. It was
6: yesterday. It was yesterday? Yeah, yeah, I think it was yesterday. So I should have came out yesterday. Yeah, as a little a late. T-
3: I believe in Tataria.
5: We oh, all knew did you, we Did all you all knew. watch That's the okay. five
0: hour history of the flat earth? Or what's it called? Some. It was a five hour discourse this British dude did. Was that the one that got you? No, uh,
3: I've I, we've had a lot of people on. And, you know, I mean, Obviously, all of it. I'm not
6: like okay. I don't know, but Auburn got him. What Auburn got him? The city. Oh, what uh, was it? Was that that the name of the city? Yeah. well
3: yeah. When we were on the road with your buddy, that was driving us to uh, Iowa City. Where we play in Iowa, I forget where we played.
6: Uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma
3: No. Uh, you remember when you gave away the belt, and we were there, and the guy that was driving us. What's it? Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. We went from Kansas City to. Iowa. Omaha, 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 there we go, in Nebraska. And he took us around. He's showing us up, but that wasn't it. It was just like the so You know what really got me? The World Fairs.
0: The World Fairs. I'm like, okay. The world, the world Fairs make no sense. That's a good point. That's the. I think the biggest smoking gun in the whole thing. But if it makes you, no sense.
3: If you start to, st- are you a Tartarian dog?
0: I love Tartaria stuff. I mean, I'm fascinated by it. I love going to star forts. There's a great star fort in bacalar mexico right south of tulum and there's a there's a restaurant a vegan restaurant right at the middle of it and it's a super killer spot you can like check out the whole thing touch it go around it really interesting and then they made up some story oh you know they made this in like 1750 or something it's like No, they didn't. No way. They did this whole smooth. It looks like a pyramid. It's completely smooth on the side. Perfect. All the stones are perfect. Cut perfectly. You're like, no, I'm not going to believe some British dudes like sailed over here and built that. I don't I'm not buying it. And so that's the cool thing about the Tartarian stuff. You can check it out.
3: Well, you know, somebody told me that they just had a podcast with somebody who said that they found a globe, an old globe, and it had Tartaria on the globe. And he's gonna give me pictures of it and all this stuff. And but it's just like when you start getting the Kazarians and all that stuff. It like Tataria fits right into it, dude. Like, like Putin, right? So these 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 uh, Pandora papers come out. Putin's mistress is worth a hundred million dollars, bro. Right? Um, and you're unreal. like, damn, yeah. dude. And then you start going, well, who is Putin? What does Putin represent? And, like, if you really think about what Putin's job is, he's probably a lot like Biden, just way more competent. Is His job is to keep down the Russians. And he keeps all the money for himself. And he is a product of this fucking this group of people that these <clears throat> parasites that are running everything that are a little higher up like everyone's be Zionists, neocons neoliberals communists dude there's a level above that and that who tells those people what to do okay that group of people installed putin to keep down russia cuz russia was the center of Tartaria, in my humble opinion.
2: Now, now I looked into Tart- Tartaria uh, a little bit here and there, and recently a lot, and looking through all the the, the, the buildings and structures that look like they were melted. Like yeah. I, yeah, it's starting to, to really make sense. It, but I remember when I first saw a video on Tartaria, someone had said that the king of Tartaria had, were like, like the sons of Jesus or something like that. Did you guys hear about this? I've heard that theory. I mean, yes. Like that Jesus actually had kids and he had sons and there was a dynasty and that was Tartaria. I'm like, show me the evidence of that. Sounds cool, well, but uh, dude, there's some talk about when
3: you get into uh, the Bible and you start studying Bibles, there's a lot of goddess talk that like the the Roman Catholic Church took out of. Like, basically made so you had to be single male. Like, that kind of works out perfect. They took out God's talk. The whole talk. There's a whole theory that Jesus didn't die on the cross, that actually there was a swap out and. His, Ma- mother mary and his uh who was uh who's his hooker girlfriend <laughs> oh, right like snuck them <laughs> mary out magdalene. mary magdalene so his mom was mary and his girlfriend was mary yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah yeah
3: damn dude so that, that's
2: a mom
5: fetish that's why they call right her there. mary Magdalene D- david
2: <laughs> is there in your research with tartaria did you did jesus ever uh, make it into tartaria as far That's as the you first know,
0: I've heard that. That's oh, okay.
2: The first then I guess that. not. I guess not. Maybe it was bullshit. Nope. Yeah. So what do what that do you know about? What, like, if you had to put Tartaria, as far as what you know, in a in a nutshell, what would you what would you say about it? I'd say
0: that you go back 200 years, we don't know a goddamn thing about anything. We don't know what history Holy is. We God. have no idea Dude, what happened. Right there with it, it's all bullshit and lies. It's a total scam. You know, when we think about Photoshopping today, well, the Tartarian stuff, I got into the Tartarian stuff from looking at pictures of L.A., for example, in 1860, 1870. And there's obviously Photoshop stuff in there, same with the Civil War pictures, it's obviously Photoshop, meaning that they were they were basically compositing and changing the images all along throughout all history, even from the invention of the camera, even at that point, and who knows if the camera existed before, it probably did, it was probably invented earlier. I've seen crazy stuff, like for example, if you look at like when the syringe was invented, very important and pertinent for today, it was supposedly invented in like 1814 or something, and. Then on another thing, I'm looking at Jacques Cousteau and they're salvaging a wreck from 1720 and they pull up a syringe. So which story is the right one? You know, it's all the whole story of history is you go back 200 years and it's a mess. It's just we have no idea what happened. And that's the real message of the Tartarian stuff to me.
3: I totally agree, because if you don't know your history, you you, you don't know how special you are. And then, you know, and, and we see this now with all culture, man. I think all culture is, manufa- is manufactured by these fucking people and think tanks that are, are that are funded by very powerful these parasites, that I call them. Hey, everybody! I want to tell you about our new friends, our new sponsors at Budvac. Budvac, look at this thing, man! Bam! Look at hold that! Hold it up! Uh, hold it up to the camera! Let's hold it up, what, what bud.
6: Look at that. I'm good at pumping. BudVac is is a -a
3: one-of-a-kind cannabis stash container that comes with a vacuum pump to extract all the air, allowing cannabis enthusiasts to store their product in an oxygen-free environment. That's really cool. That is cool. BudVac stores storage jars. You'll be able to taste, smell, and feel the difference. That is some real deal stuff. Now, how do you take it off there?
6: You just press this little valve. And then it releases the air, and it opens it up. Bam!
3: Look at that. BudVac storage jars are the only all-glass vacuum containers on the market. They do not retain odor, nor do they leach BPA like the plastic competition. Okay, BudVac jars preserve volatile terrapins and cannabinoids by removing all oxygen within the container. Remember, oxygen causes oxidation, okay, which is the root of terrapin and cannabinoid de- de- gra- gradi- degradation. De- degradation. Okay? <laughs> I should have practiced this. But Mac jars are incredibly easy to use, and each one comes with a vacuum pump. I love it. Simple Place the, it's simply place a vacuum one pump. One
5: pound jar they got there. Damn, oh, dude, that, they got different sizes. Yeah. Look at that, real dude. Real stoner shit. Bam, one real stoner
3: shit. Real stoner is stuff. Is that an electric one, too st- down there?
6: Oh, yeah, he's got, in case you're too oh, lazy. yeah, in oh, case you just want to cool. press buttons. You know you can put something else in that. Damn, that's, that's
3: dope. You know the next level is this. That also is a woman's vibrator. There we go. <laughs> simply place a vacuum pump on top of the container. Pump till you hear a click sound, and your contents are Freaking protected. All right? XG knows him. He's a fan of Tim Fall Hat. He's part of the Swarm, and therefore, we wanted to work with him to awesome. get his product out. And uh, anytime we help the Swarm, we're going to help him. And this is what we're going to do, dude. Okay? This is what we're going to do. You want to keep your weed sweet? You want storage right? Uh, you don't want oxidation and denigra-
5: degradation?
3: Degradation. Okay? <laughs> Go to budback.com and use the promo code T-F-H at checkout for 10% discount, okay? That's BudVac.com. Use the promo code T-F-H. Get it, man? I want I want you to send me some videos. Watch you guys doing some pumping and some pulling and some rocking oh, and some sealing. Send us some videos of you. Ro- Look at that, dude. Bad. Look at that. Yeah. BudVac.com. Promo code T-F-H. Save your weed, make it rock for as long as possible. Because you're going to need w- weed during a zombie big apocalypse. Time, time.
2: When I first started traveling and teaching seminars, uh, the one thing I noticed was... I was brought up to believe, maybe I'm just an idiot, but I was brought up to believe that the United States was by far like the only country that had, you know, the best country and you can't live anywhere else, everywhere else sucks. Then once I started going to different countries, I'm like, this is pretty cool here too. I'd go to, you know, uh, Sweden. Sweden was cool. You go to uh, Sydney. I was in Sydney. I'm like, this feels like LA, you know? And then, um, <clears throat> uh, um. And Amsterdam. I thought we were the, the only country Amsterdam with that with a, I thought we were the only country with a constitution. I didn't know everybody had a constitution. And then you find out that every country got a constitution. They all got their story of how they won their independence and I'm like, wait a minute, every country got a story like us. But um it seems it I mean for sure we probably are just based on the Second Amendment, the freest country, and that's—I mean—that's really the only thing that separates us. Is that?
3: I think Thailand's pretty free. You can go shoot guns and get a lady boy, uh, like in a meal deal.
5: <laughs> that's what you think about freedom. That's, I mean, that's freedom. <laughs>
3: that's it.
0: Cut that out. Let's do, well, let's loop that. That was an attempt at <laughs> a joke
3: that, that. will haunt me for the rest Sam of my e life. Rap. <laughs> 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 but you know, no, one hundred percent. Like our, our Second Amendment. Now, Canada has some. You know, guns, they, they, they own guns. They were talking about per capita. They thought Canada had more,
5: but... Rural, I think he was saying, yeah.
3: But, you know, I mean, you're right, dude. I mean, it, it's very interesting about how, like, we are raised and we are brainwashed and we're programmed to think certain things depending on what they need from us at that time. And, you know, it's like I... Tra- you know, when I traveled the world, I think one of the most open- mind-opening things that ever happened to me was when I, I went to... China and then right after that I went to Afghanistan and I just realized that people are people man and they just want to laugh they want to have a drink they want to get laid once in a while and they want to be able to feed their family and that is universal yeah and that these these government structures are what causes wars but it's never the people that want the wars it's always the government but most likely they're ran by the same people yeah. I mean if you take a look at like like, um, Mao, Stalin, they all went to the same school, man. They went literally yeah. to the same school.
6: Was well, that like the president's here?
3: Well, dude, I mean, they're all <laughs> related about skull and crossbones. Yeah.
6: I, I'm curious. Do you think
5: that people were easier to manipulate, let's say, 200 years ago when there was no, oh, we weren't yeah. interconnected and people know, knew nothing about what actually was going on overseas or now when you can deliver a message to everybody instantly when do you think do you think it's we easier to manipulate that people last
0: night that's, that's interesting that a, yeah. same question came up last night here's my answer i think it's easier to manipulate people now even though we have all these communication devices and all these tools because i think people were smarter back then they were better educated they were they were more sensible so that's my take on it
3: uh, i totally I, I i agree with that i think um, i think the only thing that kind of worked back then was that There was only one source, the newspaper. There was books. Like and you know, you say that all the time. It's in a book. It's in a book, right? Like everyone's like, books are just books are just like this this beacon
2: of truth. You can't lie in a book. It's impossible. (laughs) The typewriters are incapable of
3: That's my whole thing. So so what are we doing here? I mean, like, so it's interesting. I, I, people are always like, oh man, you know, like f- people way in the back were were smarter. I, I think that it's just like what are the information you get. Like peasants from the 1500s were bombarded with so much useless information that it's overloading. You know, it's kind of like uh, Eastbound and Down when you know he's like, you know, man, when you live your life, you go see the world. You gotta. Get rid of old memories and make
5: yeah, yeah, room
3: for yeah. new memories, right? And you're like, and then you kind of go home to your, and you see your family, and you see Buddy from high school who's, who's lived a, a simple, fun life. And he's like, you remember when we were in eighth grade? We did? You're like, I don't remember any of that. So my whole thing is like, we might have so much bandwidth in us. And they bombard it with like, who is Kim Kardashian? Is Joe Biden a clone? And we're just bombarded with all this shit. That's so (laughs) much harder to sift through the crap. So you got to find these people that you trust, and like, kind of read what they have to say because they don't have any skin in the game in terms of being paid by blah blah blah. But even that might be crazy. So,
2: Uh, David, obviously you're red pilled as fuck. Can you uh, can you tell us? what was your moment what how did you um, start to doubt what the mainstream was feeding us
0: so i was i was born in tom's river new jersey which is right next to the most toxic chemical plant in America highest cancer rate in America Tom's River New Jersey eventually they wrote a book on it interesting book and all the affluent from it went right past that hospital where I was born right to my house where I grew up and uh, and our neighbors next door to us they were a very wealthy Hungarian family they had like 20 shopping centers and grocery stores and the matriarch of the family ever since I was a little kid I would go over there and just hang out with them instead of coming into my house and she would say like you know let me what they teach you in school today and I'd be like Oh, we learned that FDR was a president. she'd go, let me tell you about Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And she would go berserk about the Social Security number and what their plans are and the eventual plans of the Democrat Party to overrun the borders with immigrants. I mean, she was telling me that when I was five years old in 1975.
2: Holy shit. Where did she get the information?
0: She got the information because she was high up with the... the corruption in the state of New Jersey. So she would be like, "That guy's the bag man for the state of New Jersey." See that mayor guy over there? That guy's corrupt AF, and just that kind of stuff. All the years growing up with her, she was a super patriot. She used to paint her nails as American flags, and she just knew. She just she had a, a sense of what corruption was about. Her husband was a World War II vet. And they knew. And so they, I, I listened to what they, they helped me to understand all these years later. I'm like, Oh my God, she was right about that. Look what's happening right now. They're overrunning the borders. This is all planned. It's like, it goes on and on. Right. So I've been watching.
2: And then how did you get into your, your, your expertise is nutrition and organic farming. How did, how did that, how did you get into that?
0: Well, I, I started out in, when I first came to California in 1977 from New Jersey. My uncle got a place. My uncle worked for Ralston Purina Corporation. They transferred him to Food Maker, which is the people make food for Jack in the Box. You, you guys know Crap in the Box, right? Uh, yeah. Yum. And yeah. Um, everyone in SoCal knows. And so my <laughs> uncle controlled food quality for them for years, right up until they fired him. And that's when they had all those salmonella poisonings and all that. You guys remember that from the 90s? Yeah. yeah. And I grew up on the border. Actually, we, my uncle's farm was right on the border with Mexico. So when I, when I hang out with Eddie, he reminds me all my Mexican friends, which I miss these days. It's, you know, it's hard to find those old friends. Anyway, the uh, the situation there was we grew citrus and avocados there out in the desert, and we had tremendous success and grew a lot of food, and that's where it started for me. I started get into farming. Both my parents are doctors, so that's like the nutrition is really about medicine, right, which is really the real type of doctor. I mean, what we have as doctors today is basically drug pushers and people who might be able to pull off a surgery if they were well-trained, and that's about it. Everything else is just BS and placebo bullshit, so that's, that's my story, and, and I started out... You know just just very small scale and build it up build it up and eventually traveling the world and doing Seminars on nutrition and getting people into the truth, which is your food is your medicine. Herbs are much better than pharmaceuticals. Their mandatory quackery is the worst thing ever. It's medical communism. I've been saying this for years. (laughs) People would just go, "What are you talking about?" I'd say, "Dude, medical communism precedes actual communism every time." They'd be like, "No, you're a maniac." And uh, so now that now they're like. Wait, what? Oh, what and this has say? been
3: going on since the '40s, man. And the American Medical Association was the beginning of medical tyranny, man. And that's th- right. All these pharmaceutical companies dumped all this money in to create this fake standard that they were. They became the gold standard of mm-hmm. our, our, our of our healthcare thing. They had to give you the seal of approval, even the, over and over and over and over again. They approved drugs and. Well, where have we heard this recently? They approved drugs that actually did a lot of damage. And then they turned down <laughs> drugs that did not play the ball, did not buy ads in their journal. That's where it started, buying ads in the AMA journal. And that's where it started. They started shutting down anybody that was pushing, that, that was pushing holistic medi- medicine. They would raid yeah, they, grandma's houses and steal their, their, their herbs and spices
0: you <laughs> cut, burn, poison, germ theory, Rockefeller, medical warfare. That's what we're in right now. It began a hundred years ago with Rockefeller and the propaganda has continued ever since it's gotten worse. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of warning of people for years about, don't do that. Don't take their stuff. Don't be injected with that. And you know, there's just some people who just don't listen and they they just on. Oh, no, this guy's an idiot. I'm going to go get quacked and they get quacked. And, and next thing you know, they're injured. And then, you know, basically where i'm where we're at now is that if you do not wake up you will be injected to death that's the facts
3: let me ask you something dave you 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 brought it up one of my favorite topics is is uh germ versus strength
0: oh i love that subject so
3: let's talk about it now johnny will you do me a favor will you be devil's advocate here and ask Okay. Any Because I feel like Dave is a guy. I like. I. am really upset that I butchered the intro. Because you're such a G. You got such good energy, and I'm very thankful you come on the show. Tell us a little bit about your thoughts, and I'm gonna have Johnny because Johnny's really good at like you know th- thinking outside the box. Ask you a couple questions because I think you're right. I think germ. I think germ therapy is bullshit. Germ, germ
2: theory. Germ theory. Yeah. Is bullshit. Okay. I, I, As opposed to terrain theory.
3: I think terrain theory is where it's at, where it's like what they're saying is virus is just natural body excretion of toxins. But, okay, so can you tell okay, us a little so bit about
0: it? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you – so this – you maybe maybe there's people who know more than me on this. I've studied with some of the best doctors in the world. I spent 10 years with Dr. Hitt in Tijuana where he was the most amazing virologist probably one of the top virologists in the world and his theories and so I've got all that built into my life experience traveling the world talking to doctors and understanding that really it's more about terrain than germs all along because I back 27 years ago on the internet at the very beginning of the selling books on the internet we used to sell against Amazon books like Béchamp or Pasteur who was right that was the name of the book great book and here's my take on it after all these years i'm not a i'm not a terrain theory maximalist like i don't want to be sprayed with live anthrax i don't care what your terrain is you're going to be you're going to be fucked up you get sprayed with live anthrax um i i I don't want to go kiss somebody who has a cold sore sorry not going to do that either so i'm not a germ i'm not a terrain theory maximalist where i think it's only terrain and germs don't exist okay um that and or or that this terrain right here can never be affected by some pathogen coming in from over here i'm not that guy yeah. Now that you have to get dr cowan and you have to get um dr kaufman in on, on that and i love those guys and i love what they're doing but i don't necessarily ascribe because i've tested those theories for decades and i, I don't think it adds up so i'm um, a terrain theory oriented person i think that's 80 percent of the whole picture and then the other part is like hey if you are constantly dirty if you're letting microbes get a hold of you if you don't clean between your toes you're going to get problems because those microbes eventually start going hey let's start eating this dude's skin hey you know what about this so this person got an open sore let's just dive right in you know what i'm saying so I, I just don't think that the the germ theory is a hundred percent wrong, but it's definitely way wrong. I mean, it's maximalized now. You know, Fauci's a germ theory maximalist and that entire system, Bill Gates, all those people are germ theory maximalists. It's like the germ's coming to get you, man. It's the, the new cooties. You know, that's where they're at. And we have to work on terrain, but still be aware that there are pathogenic substances and things out there. For example, nobody's going to want to go out and say, yeah, just go ahead and inject me with, you know, some cocktail of viruses and leukemia and, uh, you know, my immune system will fight it off. That's that's not a smart move to make. You want to make sure your terrain is strengthened, but you don't want to. Expose yourself to something that's dangerous, you know, like Wim Hof did when he did, you know, he prove that like through the cold water, he could fight it off with his immune system. Sure, you could do that, but that's a waste of energy. It's a waste of time. It's, you don't want to be wasting your time doing that.
3: I think it's very interesting, Eddie. Your thoughts, and I could, uh, I'll jump. In. I like that. I like what I'm hearing. I, I, I like the combination because, you know, they've been pushing this virus idea forever. And let's face it, they have unlimited money, right? and all these labs uh, is it possible that they have been working
0: on li- on viruses not so much that they let's, could let's let's talk about viruses a little bit because this the whole idea of the contagion of a virus is very poorly understood so here's where i'm at in understanding what they're actually doing in those labs what they're really doing is playing with cellular shit and piss <laughs> That's it. This is the human race, right? If you, if I took you back to the Civil War and you're like, okay, we got to make gunpowder. What is gunpowder from the Civil War earlier in time? Gunpowder was made from piss and shit, and true. And by so monkeys throwing shit at each other, we never got much further than that. Really, the human race is actually in some way—it's in, we're infatuated with piss and shit.
2: I'm not. I mean, this is true. How is gunpowder so, piss and shit? Explain <laughs> that. <laughs> That's Explain a million that. dollar so question.
0: What what you would do is you, you're basically processing all human waste because human waste has a lot of sulfur in it, and you're processing all human waste with charcoal, and you're processing all urine with charcoal, and you then and you're drying it out in the sun, and you're processing and drying it out in the sun, processing, drying it out in the sun, and eventually you're going to create a potassium nitrate which is your spark you pop and it's going to spark so with that and the sulfur from the feces and a little bit of then charcoal again added in that's your original gunpowder right there potassium nitrate nitrate from urine sulfur from feces and charcoal that's your, that's gunpowder
2: so gunpowder factories they collected uh, human shit uh-huh.
0: Yes, they, they did. did. And, and pig. And pig. And, really? and that was a big business. Yes, this was a huge business. And that's the it's way like they fertilizer, got the Civil then. War. So
2: everybody knows fertilizer comes from shit. So fertilizer can be used as gunpowder or.
0: Yes. Now, See, now they use potassium nitrate just as an isolated chemical because you can make it in different ways without using this and shit.
3: Well, and, you uh, know, they talk about that. Like, how many times, like, the bomber was trying to get a large quantity of fertilizer, right? Yep. You hear that all the time. Yeah. And then Rogan had that North Korean lady on. It was yes. like, we had to bottle our poop and hand it in? Well, if, if that's what they're talking
2: about. That makes sense now. Yeah cuz it was hard to understand like she was saying on JRE that they have to save all their shit and they have to turn in like a ton of
6: shit without, every year without them being fed. Yeah. Like what what are you shitting out? Exactly. She that's said a, they take great questions.
2: She said they take one shit a month or something.
0: One shit. Well, you a mo- know, by the way, we'll get into that, by the way, with if you guys want to do a show on, on people who've lived without food. I had a guy who lived without food for seven years who lived with me. And so I know it's real. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, no, that's some bullshit or, you know, some that's some conspiracy bullshit or say like. I've been around it. It's real. And you, I don't care what anybody says. And no one can disprove what I have personally experienced. I know a being who's been that, in that position and the energy coming off of that being and what that is. But that might be for another show. Whoa.
2: How skinny was this guy?
0: He, he was totally ripped. He used to be a professional rugby player. We would do crazy workouts like fireman carries every and he, day. He, he, would,
2: he wouldn't eat?
0: He was he was between 140 and 145 pounds. I put him on scales every day. We We'd go to the gym, and I'd be like, "Get on the scale." And he'd be like so he would drink he
2: would drink water though.
0: No, he wouldn't drink water either. Rarely, if he like, he, he wouldn't drink water for weeks. Would he live off the sun? How would he live? through motion, through, through physical fitness, his thing, he was, he's a professional athlete, super disciplined, professional athlete. And he just kept going with the detox and the cleansing and the detox and the cleansing. And that's what we got to do a whole show on that because I just did is I, I, because of being around him and living with him, I know the vibe. So I just did a seven day water fast. I broke it yesterday, actually yesterday morning. And so I learned from him how to do that and easily do that. So you're just, your your blood sugar stable and, and you go through the day and every day without even having to eat anything or really even have much water. And that's a, that's a whole show because that's a really amazing, that's one of the more amazing things I've discovered in my career. I think it's one of the more fascinating areas of human potential.
3: I mean, we're learning tons of stuff. Um, poop is
0: ammo and you don't have to i mean so the more
2: you fast the easier it is
0: the easier it is that's right the more you you do it the easier it is and and so there's ways to to get in there but i want to go back to the contagion story that we're talking about we don't completely understand what a contagion is we do know that epidemics cannot occur in a hygienic society so this is the thing that's been a fake all the last rockefeller medicine 100 years right it's a fake right there's no epidemics in a in a hygienic society that comes from poor hygiene and that's anybody can understand that by going back and reading the great literature the iliad or any great literature throughout all history you'll find that epidemics would happen and they'd, they'd have situations would break out whatever it was cholera whatever it's giardia whatever and something would get in the food and people would get sick and some people would die and that's been common when hygiene was poor but once hygiene became as good as it is now there's no possibility of an epidemic now this pattern that I'm, that I'm bringing up here tells us something about how the people running the world work right they take an old idea and they try to keep dragging it into the future keep dragging it right into the present moment because it's part of our, our racial memory is it also that they
3: flip it too they'll take something like don't look in the sun and then people tell me sun gazing is good for you and then they're like, do it and you'll, you'll feel much
0: better. And you're like, okay, so what is up is really down? Sometimes. Well, their goal, the, the goal. The, so we can. This could. This is a really good subject. I, I'd love to hear Eddie's take on this. My personal take on this, from reading rudolph Steiner all the last twenty five years, and I'm, I'm a biodynamic farmer. So Rudolf Steiner is kind of our leader in that. Like, okay, what is he talking about? You mix his poop into the the horn of a cow and then you bury it in the earth and that kind of stuff. And Rudolf Steiner was right about everything, as far as I can tell. And I've read Rudolf Steiner left behind a million pages of material in his life. Think of how crazy that is. I'll, let me tell you how crazy that is that's 50 to 60 pages every single day Monday through Sunday for from the age of 15 to he died in 65 that's how crazy that and is that's what, how much material left behind oh what, my what, God. His,
2: what uh, his
0: take his take on this moment is this is the moment of the Antichrist when everything is reversed so everything that's true is believed by the masses to be false and everything that's false is believed by the masses to be true which is getting to your point um,
2: Rudolf Steiner what what um, Tell us a little he, bit about him. What was his He died in
0: 1925. So he was a this he was a extremely clairvoyant being. It unlike he was he just was like imagine being on psychedelics 100% of the time. That's Rudolf Steiner. Mm-hmm. Like he's having constant downloads and he couldn't even comprehend like anybody else, because he would start talking to people about what he was experiencing. They're like, "Dude, like, well, who are you? You're, <laughs> you're whack." Until he was about eighteen, and then he was on a train, and this herbalist was sitting with him, and he started talking to this herbalist who was bringing herbs into Vienna. That was his job. And Rudolf Steiner started talking to him, and this guy's like, "No, no, no, tell me more. What are you saying? And tell me more." And and that herbalist was the guy who really got him going as a teacher because he realized like this dude's got information from somewhere that makes sense and works. And and that's really how Rudolf Steiner began his teaching career and writing career. He wrote vast tomes. He wrote a book like this thick on all the philosophers in history and what was right about their teachings and what was wrong. That book alone is like a life's work beyond crazy, craziest thing ever.
2: And where did he get his information? Did he claim that he read other books to get the information or that he was no.
0: channeling it? from? He like- channeled it. He channeled it. So-
3: so when we go back to this germ theory, the whole talk about COVID, at one moment when I, quote, unquote, had COVID, I got extremely extreme headaches, couldn't couldn't get out of bed, and my shoulder for the longest time was just jacked. And Johnny will tell you, I got what they called COVID tongue. Mm-hmm. My tongue just started bleeding.
5: So when I hear oh, people what? go...
3: Yeah, it was. It was just. It was just. Start remember that he was on.
5: in here doing that. Actually, remember That's the middle crazy of his bro.
3: Your tongue was bleeding, like on the top,
5: the middle yeah. of it. It was just it.
3: one day. I woke up and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And my tongue started bleeding. I told Johnny about it, and he goes, "They say that is a condition It's called COVID tongue." So I got that. So when people say there's no such thing, I go, "Then what was all that?"
5: Well, also, also the thing people people were saying, okay, it's a common cold or whatever. When, I, I don't know about you guys. I know XG knows someone who died of this common cold, but there's something different going on right now, I just and, and I'd like to know what it is because I know people that have died from what many people are telling me was just a cold, and I, that's the first year in my life that's ever been true. I've never known anyone to die of a cold before this year.
3: Well, well, because, and then I'd love to hear your guys' opinion, but because let's say he gets sick, he goes to the hospital, and he has... Cardiac arrest. They would say it was yeah, cardiac arrest. They I won't blame I, I,
5: Personally, and I, other people here do too. know people who died of COVID. Yes, or a cold, some kind of viral nose. Right. Thing. Right. Okay. So
3: your question is, if what this is this going real, on? Yeah. Well, I'm, not, how's and that I'm not, and
5: I'm not, and i think it's. You know, I think it's fear mongering to the extreme. Right. Right. right to be right, clear, right, right. I think it's whole but things over overblown.
3: We've, we've already kind of talked that, but it could something be a is going on. Both things. Exactly. So, exactly. David, what is your thoughts?
0: So my thoughts are that there's a number of different things that come up, but I think the primary thing that's causing people to get sick right now is what is being sloughed off of people who've been injected. And the more they've been injected, the greater the danger. Now this brings us back to their plan with the Spanish flu. And I think you guys know that story where they basically injected everybody with their bullshit and then they masked them up and they all got respiratory infections, died of pneumonia. And that was the Spanish flu. So they're doing a similar run here, just at a bigger scale and right. They always do their same plan over and over, over and over, and and over they again and just try to grow it bigger. And, and so my take on it is, is that people are getting sick. Like this summer, a lot of people I knew got colds and flus or whatever, COVID or whatever it was, but where do they get it from? They got it from the people they're working with who are carrying it and maybe sloughing it off. Like we know that the graphene oxide sheds, we know that the spike protein sheds and we know that viruses shed. And so if they were injected with those things, they're, they're gonna shed. So that's my take on the main cause of why we had such a weird summer of illness, which is totally unusual. I never saw anything like it in my life ex- until this summer.
3: Yeah, I mean, they were talking about how it, it's very rare, if not doesn't happen, that people get the flu in the summer.
5: I, I have or, a question, a real quick question, because I think this is a life or death question, and I, I get it. I've seen, and you've seen too, Sam, a few people tweeted us like, hey, my work is making me get the shot. Wish me luck, you know, pray for me. I, I've seen I've seen that more than maybe three times. I've seen a lot, If yeah. If, if it came down to that, how dangerous is this thing? I mean, is that enough to quit your job? What, 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 is it that dangerous, the, the jab? should people be yes. quitting their jobs? Okay. Yes.
0: It's extremely dangerous. Let me, let me tell you something. Like I just went the other day, I was with Justin Bua. Some of you guys know who Justin Bua is. He's a famous painter. And he, he said, come over to where I'm living now. So I was like, okay, I drove over that side of Texas. And, uh, and he's like, I'm looking at the place to move my place. He's like renting a place, trying to get in a nice spot. And I was like, I'll go with you. I'll go see, you know, we'll go to a, check out this real estate. And the, the, through three real estate agents there, first one, mom died right. Boom. Instantly after the second five a jab dead mom gone um the other one was a gal and she was beautiful nice wonderful person and and she really wanted to get the jab she believed what the tv was telling her and so her husband was like you know if she's gonna do it i'm gonna do it so he does it and he had the uh minaj's cousin's friends swollen balls Oh, uh, and, my and I God. saw him walking around like, you know, it was like weird. So it, Justin's pretty full. Line. He's like, dude, what's going on here? And for the guy tells him what happened that he got after he got jabbed once he his balls swole, swole up and he has these like tumors on his balls and he can't actually get an erection. Oh! And can you imagine that? Like the wife's like, oh, let's just go do this. You know, mm. And they're just innocent. And then they go do that. And that's what happened to them. That was just some random people we ran into. I don't know them. That was just the random story of random people I ran into that day. Wow. So, so that's how crazy it is. I there, told
6: Johnny that, and he didn't believe me that my friend's dick wouldn't get up because he right. got COVID. Remember, I told you he's like, he has other problems, he's watching the wrong so kind he of porn. Other and so, I mean, it could have been something else, but it was one of those like so, that's so funny.
3: So, this woman on TikTok <laughs> was reading off of a, a website of one of the pharmaceutical companies, and they actually break down that there's four different versions of their vaccine and they had different numeral you know percent like one was 10 20 30 40 and then no it was 20 30 40 and then placebo which is what Mm -hmm. why is that out there
0: let's i want to get into that for a second i think i got a really good point on that sam and eddie listen to this you guys so let's say i was manufacturing a jab every second every day for a year how many jabs could i produce Every second, three six five, twenty four seven, it's going we're we, we, I'm not talking about marketing problems, I'm not talking about cold storage problems, I'm not talking about um, supply problems, I'm not talking about anything. Just one jab and it's and it's perfect every single second for a year. How many jabs have I produced? Oh
3: man, you're gonna make me do math. I'm gonna say uh, three hundred and
2: sixty five times twenty four.
0: No like 30, time, 30 million. Let 60. me you wanna know, let me just say yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a little 60. it's a little million. over thirty three million.
3: Close, Johnny. You went just under, so you get the
0: prize. Thank you. So thirty-three million. Okay, so thirty-three that's,
2: million. That's Freemasonic right there. Yeah, right? and yeah. so
0: then if you think about it, you're like, wait, they couldn't have manufactured enough in time. So for so the D dimer test data tells us now these are doctors who took their patients who were jabbed, and they were like, let's do a D dimer test. Now a D dimer test shows all micro clotting problems in that person, and sixty percent, roughly a little bit, a little bit more, like sixty. or 62% right in that range were showing micro clotting problems after being jabbed and 40% were not. So my guess is, is that 40 plus percent of what's out there is placebo. That's my, that's my take on it.
3: Right. And I agree with that. But then there's that one that's 40, whatever that number 40 represents. And you're like, are, are these the people just through random bad luck that are getting hit with the bad one? and they're having awful effects to it because they're getting hit with way more than everybody else. Yeah, I used to
5: think that J&J was maybe the lesser of all the evils, but now I, there's no way of you knowing what they're putting in. I mean, they could, they, they, they could be a war shot. I don't shot. even think do the person
3: giving
6: it to you knows no, which don't. one they're giving to you. Do you think it's by city? Different cities, different counties get different things?
2: Could be, man. But it's could just,
3: it's the,
6: just one like,
2: thing, the one thing that... that not, there's a bunch of things that uh, confuse me, but... Uh, the, the CDC and the put out something like uh, two months ago that uh, starting December 31st, they're going to start using a new test because they me. just found out that the test they've been using can't tell the difference between the flu, the flu, the common cold, and COVID. So I'm like, wait a minute, this whole fucking time? So it's starting December 31st. They're gonna start using a new test, and they're gonna throw out the old test because this is, according to the CDC, they they can't tell the difference between COVID and the flu. You know, and there's people, there's a certain amount of people that think that COVID is just the flu, and they just, you know, and there's a, you know, a bunch of other people. Most other people think it's a, a real thing, right? And you got these people over here that think that it's just the flu, and that's one um, uh, fact that it's is for Team Flu. That they're saying that this whole fucking time? You know, and they got, you know, the number, the the total deaths is around like 600,000, right? And then you got that number. They always go back to that 600,000. But when the CDC says that 95% of that 600,000 had at least four comorbidities. Yeah. What does that do to the number? Does that, does that, I mean, people die every year of the flu. People die every year. People die. Tell me the
3: time when nobody died. Well, no, what what those talking about, we're, but we're talking yeah, about yeah, the yeah, flu. Yeah, no, yeah. we're
2: talking about the flu, though. We're talking about the flu. Like 60,000 to 80,000 people a year die of the flu. But those are people that actually died of the flu. Uh, at it's common knowledge that if you have cancer or like four comorbidities and you're in bad shape, it's common knowledge, kids know this, that it's the flu that's gonna take you out or a cold that's gonna take you out, but they're not gonna put the flu or the cold on your death certificate. They're gonna put what your comorbidity was, whether whether it was cancer or diabetes or whatever. So they never put the flu as the cause of death, although the flu took you out. Again, 60 to 80,000 people here die of the flu. They're not counting how many times the flu took out someone with cancer. So you got to think like, well, I know people who died of COVID. I know people who died of COVID. Wait a minute. If the test, according to the CDC, can't tell the difference between the flu and the cold, how do you know they died yeah, of, yeah, of the COVID? Yeah, but Eddie,
5: Eddie, do you ever remember, I'm just saying in my own experience, I never knew anybody who died with the flu in the hospital, like personally. Close no, no, to no, me you know, no, no, no,
2: no. What, you've known people that died of cancer?
5: Yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah. But, but
2: probably the flu killed them, but they don't call it the flu killed them. They, they died of cancer. They just couldn't fight off the flu. Everybody knows that. That's common knowledge. Well,
5: so, so, that but, is but, but what the they bottom, say. But, the, you, bottom, the, but bottom is, the, the bottom. Right though, the bottom line is something different going on. The bottom line,
2: though, you know what's, it's uh, you know what the average age of people dying of COVID is?
5: It's old. Over Eighty-one. 80. That's like the flu. and they're like seventy-five like the percent obese too. Yeah, yeah exactly,
2: obese. and ninety-five percent. Of the of that six hundred thousand, I mean, these numbers gotta throw up a red flag somewhere. Like, yeah. at what point do the red flags come up? Like, you you just did you just say ninety five percent of the people at first they said ninety four percent died with at least two comorbidities, then they changed it to ninety five percent with at least four comorbidities. Does that do something to that six hundred thousand to you, or it does nothing to you and The CDC also said that December 31st, they're going to use a new test because they can't tell the difference between the cold and the flu. That's another one for the flu. That's another one for team flu, right? Like, wait a minute. Does that mean anything to anybody? Like to me, like that kind of mean. And then you you go through nobody in the NFL, nobody in the NBA, nobody in the NHL, nobody in the UFC, nobody in jujitsu has died of COVID. Does that mean anything to you? Does that mean anything to you? And then another thing is it turns out that this test, the PCR test that uh, that uh, can't tell the difference between COVID and the flu was also set this whole time that we got that 600,000 number at 40 cycles, which according to the CDC and the WHO gives 90% false positives. This whole time, we've had ninety first. percent in, in, in fact, they the day... A joe biden was inaugurated they said the who said you know what turns out 40 percent or or 40 cycles is too high we got to knock it down at 28 cycles yep. boom all the cases went down yep. how many people how many people came down with COVID and didn't have any symptoms all that asymptomatic stuff what about that doesn't mean nothing to you yeah. doesn't all this keep piling up does wait a minute you guys had it at 40 cycles The whole fucking time? And now you're saying that at 40 cycles, it's 90% false positive? Does that do anything to the 600,000 number? Does that do anything? Yeah. I mean, does it? Does it? And then now we need a new test because this test that we've been using the whole time. So when someone says, oh, my uncle died of COVID, how do you know? That test can't even tell the difference between the flu and COVID according to the who and according to the CDC. So how do we know? Yeah, I don't don't
5: even think it's COVID, though. But something, and it might be from the jabs, which is what he's suggesting. Something is – there's something different going on right now than Not has ever right now. been in It our wasn't life.
0: there before, though. It wasn't there before. Yeah. yeah. So there's a whole theory going out there, and I've looked at it very closely, especially starting back last year. And I do have a video I got. I nabbed it off the internet. It was very hard to get this video. I had a person search for a couple days to get me this video of a, a this woman's Chinese. She's going around to keyboards in New York City and touching them, and she's yeah. reaching her back and I've touching seen a, them. She's licking her head yeah. Right. And so, what she ta- what she actually doing? Well, most likely, she's contaminating those keyboards. And most likely, New York City, especially New York City, but other big cities around the world, were contaminated with spike protein. Spike protein is a manufactured product by pharmaceutical companies for well over a decade. And you can order whichever one you want. You can look at it right now. Get on the internet, punch in spike protein manufacturing, punch that into a search engine, and check it out. Now you can produce spike protein without any virus you have cells in a bioreactor and and you put in it certain signaling mRNA signaling so this gets back to the germ theory versus terrain theory you put the mRNA signaling and this is how they manufacture spike protein and have for over a decade and then they're gonna it's gonna spit out on the other side spike protein spike protein is a nano allergen so yeah don't search images search um just go yeah go to the web yeah there and then check that out you'll see companies pharmaceutical companies that provide it and sell it and this is what I think they did I think what they did is they basically created a, a spike in problems by contaminating certain regions with spike protein covering all of New York City all the buttons all the handles all so people are basically contaminating themselves with it Th- this has some validity I don't know if this is the whole story but it's I think it's part of the story and it's a part of the story that I'd love pe- for people to search and mo- search up more because spike protein is a nano allergen it's an extremely micro microscopic shit that's what it is <laughs> and so what, what the, you, you can guess what's going on with like oh wait they're injecting people's spike protein Wh- what are they doing exactly they're intoxicating them right they're trying to th- push them over a limit like oh you know bye-bye and uh, and one too many straws breaks the camel's back that's their I think that's their strategy
3: I I, I totally agree with all that I mean we've had discussions with Virologists all the time. See, that's why I think the truth is always somewhere in the middle. There's probably a lot of terrain and there's also some germ. I think probably most of your viruses, I'm going to be honest with you, are probably man-made. A lot of them. A lot of them. We have books. I have books at home It's basically talking about AIDS and Boli are most likely made in labs, made by these dark forces to try to depopulate us. And obviously there's a lot of money in that. And then there's a lot of money in curing it, starting it and curing it. There's a lot of money. I mean, mean, how did AIDS get
6: invented? I mean, they said uh, someone (laughs) fucked a monkey. It goes back to a monkey. us. You know how hard it is to fuck it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. because that's how it was. Because that's uh, uh, my favorite yeah, lines the, ever. What's the
4: problem with this whole virus
0: theory for depopulating humanity—like, what's the biggest problem? Is is that the more troublesome the virus is, like let's say Ebola, it's not going to go very far. It's less transmissible. So the more deadly, the less transmissible. That's mm. a, that's a problem that cannot be overcome. So what they want is they want to create like something that's very transmissible that isn't very dangerous unless you have comorbidities and then inject everybody with the stuff. That's their strategy. They figured that out probably well over 100 years ago. That's my take on their on their thinking, by the way. You don't
3: think they want to depopulate? It would oh,
0: have been deadlier. Do. But their strategy for depopulation isn't what – it's not like let's re- release a virus and it will kill everybody off because that yeah. doesn't work. Because the more transmissible the virus yeah. is, the less dangerous it is. So there's a problem, right? If you have Ebola, it's very dangerous but not very transmissible. You can't get out of that equation. It's a law of nature. So what they're doing is that let's get something that's very transmissible, get it out there, and then we'll offer our little solution, our final solution, and then uh, – Get everybody jabbed with their bioweapons. That's more of my take on what's going on with
2: this whole thing.
3: I mean, how many of these people uh, died early from being put on ventilators? dumb purposefully. Yeah. Yeah, what
2: happened to the ventilators? Like remember it, no, was, no, no, all no. it was all in about ventilators. It was all about we by beds. Laser gun like, we, we need, need more ventilators we, in New York. Remember that? That was Cuomo. We need 30,000 yeah. ventilators. And then now no one brings up any life. And you know what no one brings up anymore? Washing your fucking hands. No one brings that. Remember it was they had them on the freeway signs. Wash your hands. Stop the spread. It was all about washing your hands. And then and then businesses were like all you know getting medieval with cleaning everything and spraying and cleaning and bam everyone's and now no one's really washing their hands that, that you know as as much as uh, they were last year. It's like well yeah dude people were like washing
5: a, their groceries and shit and now they're saying oh it doesn't really transmit on surfaces actually we found uh, out
2: everybody was all about washing your fucking it was like washing your hands but then the homeless never washed their hands and, but <laughs> but it, it, but were but they're surviving the homeless didn't get wiped out because they're. Their, their immune system exploded. Was so yeah, they're yeah.
3: driving.
5: Yeah. Yeah. they're like gremlins. Yeah. You so throw either, them in the water, so they
2: multiply. <laughs> yeah, so either wash your hands ten times a day or never wash them. Yeah, just it, just being in the middle—that's where well, the death. I, that's the death zone in the middle.
3: I think the notion of dirt also being like this awful thing, like the earth yes. and dirt. Yeah. Like everyone's like, "Oh, dude, you're dirty." Well, you know, it's the earth, bro. I mean, like, like you know, grounding. Take your shoes off. Walking in the on yeah. the. On the dirt. That's man. why
5: modern parenting has really hurt the health of children, I think. Because, I mean, when you're a kid, you know, you go out barefoot, get dirty, get in the grass and shit, and nobody does that anymore. And you got to be exposed to Listen, some fucking shit, you know? Mothers your immune system love strong.
3: their children so much and they're so scared of being one a bad mother and messing up that they're like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then they go to people who are funded by people that don't have our best interests. And, you know, for those who are having kids, It's there's nothing wrong, obviously, doing some research, looking around. But at the end of the day, I say, man, just trust your instincts, man. Like, you you have love in your heart. You know what is positive. You know what is negative when it comes to raising your kids. Like, just trust your soul, man. Don't be running around. You know, I'm going to – there's a certain doctor out there. I asked this person, why do we give newborn babies – hepatitis b shots what right when they come to the world this person had no answer now this person's telling me you gotta trust me about vaccines for your kids i went to school for all this debt all the stuff but when i asked this person about this they had no answer and, and they're they're great people i i don't want you to think they're bad be- Her, their intentions are pure as far as like, like i read they were interview. just
5: indoctrinated for seven years
3: 100 percent and the reason they give hep b sh- and and dave you could tell me if you if this is correct or not but from what i've been told the reason they give kids hep b shots is because there's some botched circumcisions out there and they don't want to tell you that they don't want to say hey man we we fuck up cutting your baby's dick wow. but so they give them the girls too because then that would be a uh, that would show that this is a boy thing. So or
6: just maybe don't cut their dicks. That's, another that's option. That's another discussion. Yeah, that's another option.
3: So it's like interesting times, man. Uh, like, Davey, I, I want to get into something with you as we come to an end to wrap this up. Um, like, what do you think? Where does this all go, man?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Well. Yeah, you have to look at things that are help us deal with the future and the present. And I I turn to really good astrologers and best people I know in the world, you know, people like Santos Bonacci, my friend, Aaron wage, they've been on the money. I mean, I've seen astrologers nail the day, December 14th. That's the day they're going to launch the vaccine. December 14th comes. That's the day they launch the vaccine. Right. So I have to go to them and be like, okay, let me see if I can understand this and see what's going on. We're in a world war II cycle, Neptune and Pisces, Uranus and Taurus, those and Pluto and Capra corn is also very dangerous and w- w- as soon as that flips over as soon as we go uranus into gemini and and uh, neptune into aries that's world war ii that happens in between march and july of 2025 so i think this thing's gonna end up going kinetic because there's the, the new world order is not gonna back off these people are completely captivated by power they are absolutely in love with klaus anal schwab and all those creeps and banksters and all those other morons who are trying to run this whole thing and uh, and and eventually it's going to come to a loggerhead and they're going to obviously attempt to break down the economy break down the power grids their uh, comprehensive cyber attack they're going to uh, try yeah. that you know all this crap that they've been talking about and eventually people are going to get sick of it and they're going to rise up in arms so at that point they're probably going to put UN troops down or Chinese troops down or try to do anything to get something in the way of between the people and the predator class right? Just like they did in World War II. So the predator class that's running this whole thing was like, oh, I'll throw the Chinese army at them, you know, they'll fuck them up, you know, that, so I think that's going to happen. I think we're going to get into some kind of crazy conflagration. But the way it's looking like it's probably going to be with the Chinese and I think the Russians are going to just kind of sit back and watch it, let the cards fall and then they're going to take over after this is all done because China's half of, its, half of its entire economy is the U.S. I mean, if the U.S. goes down, China goes down. You can't the, the it's on for China sure 30 percent. Like They've had the highest rains in 400 years. China's in a lot of trouble
2: um, You know, Kerry Mullis is right the guy who invented yes. the PCR test the test that L- Listen to what he says about Fauci. This is the guy who invented the test that where we're getting all these numbers from
4: check this out Play it. What is it? What what is it about humanity? that the, the, wants to go to all the details and stuff and listen you know these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking you know he doesn't know anything really about anything and i'd say that to his face nothing the man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope and if it's got a virus in there you'll know it he doesn't understand electron microscopy and he doesn't understand medicine and he he should not be in a position like he's in most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people and they don't know anything about what's going on the bottom you know those guys have got an agenda which is not what we would like them to have being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way they've got a personal kind of agenda they make up their own rules as they go they change them when they want to and they smugly like tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people that pay his salary and lie directly into the camera you can't expect the sheep really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean I, I like humans, don't don't get me wrong, but basically there is a there is a there's a vast the vast majority of them do not possess the the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean that's a problem, that's a main problem actually with science I'd say in this century because science is being judged by people funding is being done by people who don't understand it, okay? Who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci does not know enough to, you know, if Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it, because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people, President of the University of South Carolina, asked Fauci if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body, because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my because I felt like, well, these guys can listen to me, but I need to have somebody else down here that's going to tell me the other side. But at least you didn't want to do it. That's yeah. it. Boom. I, that's I,
3: it. I think it's it's totally and you know, Dave. I I I, I agree with a lot I think we're going to see um, uh, something come to an head. Uh, I think I think you're right with China. I think China's got their own real problems. I mean. How long is that population going to sit there and allow this small group of people to run them as well? I mean, you're talking about billion something people,
6: and then all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, you can't
3: own Bitcoin." And
6: the, well, the, do you remember before coronavirus they were protesting in Hong Kong, and then it, that all shut it down?
3: And uh, but but look at what's going around the world, bro, dude. People are pushing back like ever, and it's like, you know, we'll see what we'll see what happens when I put the episode. But my question is like we got to ask ourselves, are we going to, like, are the police going to be with us or with them? Because they're always sent, you know, when they crush, the the resistance is always in the form of riot police. And these riot police have to understand the resistance, us, the people, are not going after them. We're, We're fighting for them, too. We're fighting for them to have medical freedom, for them to have right of expression, them to have their constitutional rights. We're not just fighting for us. We're fighting for their sons and their daughters their mothers and their fathers, their their grandchildren. Like, that's who we're fighting for. We're not just fighting for us so we can watch porn and put out, like, fucking lizard people videos on YouTube, right? That's not what we're fighting (laughs) for.
5: Maybe that's what this whole Black Lives Matter thing was about, to other the police, you know, set them apart from society so that when the time comes, they will feel comfortable, you know, being the right hand of the government rather than the people.
3: Maybe possible, I don't. Right? Know. I mean, well, Black Lives Matter was had. You know, all their money went to the Democrats. I know. And it's like Dave's uh, neighbor was saying to him when he was three, that you know that the Democrats are going to fucking usher in darkness, and that's what's happening right now. And not that the Republicans are good people. If you think the Republicans are good people, <laughs> you've lost the narrative as well. Now that the reason I trust certain Republicans more is because. They can be more honest like I even though Rand Paul thinks it's it's okay for a business not to want to serve black people because he's so he doesn't think it's okay, he thinks it's legal. He thinks it's okay. That's a great clarification. I trust I trust him more maybe because they've been two attempts on his life, maybe, <laughs> right? So I, I trust but dude and this is to anybody Democrat that listens to this, which I don't think there's a lot of you. I'm an old school liberal, man. Live and let live. That's my, um, that's my opinion, man. Live and let live. To be anti-Democrat does not mean you have to be pro-Republican. It just doesn't. And that's what these older Democrats can't come to grips with. It's like this part, dude, Gavin Newsom is fucking you. He does not represent your fucking needs. And not voting for him doesn't mean you're voting for a... De- I voted for a recall. I didn't vote for either of the two parties. I won't do it, man. I, I remember the Bushes. I remember Nixon. I remember fucking Reagan. I'm not going to forget all that shit because Clintons and the Democrats have suddenly showed the- how ugly they are. Fuck both sides. We need to stop worrying about Washington. And you said before... Governors, mayors, city councils, school boards. That's the power. Yeah. Sheriff. Let's focus on those. And yep. let's not party like I used to do it all the time, dude. Go to the booth. Okay, again I'm gonna vote for president. Here's all these other ones. D D D. Just looking for Ds. Not even like who they are. D D D D D. It's identity like politics, man. And it's like it's like it's playing into the game. Do not do not assume because has a letter that you like that they have their best interest. I'm sorry, dude, that Dan Crenshaw, if you actually studied that fucking dude with an eye patch on what he's doing right now, it is fucking globalist bullshit. He voted for red flag laws. And they're like, "Well, you know this? Nah, dude, don't even go there. Don't even go there, bro. Oh, well, you know, they're going to dismiss all these, like, vets, and they have guns, and they'll be felonies. Uh, Nah, dude. It doesn't matter. You defend the second to the fucking end, bro.
0: And that's my thing. That's right. You know? That's why I'm any any nice.
3: thoughts on that? I'm just yelling at people.
0: Well, that's that's one of the reasons why I came to Texas is Texas has a hundred million guns. You know, I met a guy that was up in Oklahoma City and we're going back and forth between Oklahoma City and Dallas and doing some business. And this guy's like, Oh no, I'm a pacifist. I was like, Oh, cool, bro. Later on we were hanging out and I was like, I was like, Well, what do you do? And he's like, Oh, you know, a lot of my hobbies are like shooting guns. This is a guy who's a pacifist in Texas. And then I was like, Oh, what what kind of guns? He's like, Oh, I got a Glock and an AR and this and that and AK and this, and I was like Oh, how many guns do you have? And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe a <laughs> hundred. That's a pacifist in Texas. I was wow. like, whoa, bro! Like, <laughs> that's full I on, love, man. I love Texas. And- And that's the thing is that the the reason why they do all these false flags and every goddamn thing possible to try to get your guns away is – and it is a communist plot, by the way, because we caught Leanna Wen, that that parasite CCP agent who's on CNN in a crisis actor video of her – with the Boston bombing shit, which was all created by the FBI and the CIA and the communists to get your guns away, by the way. We caught her. She's on video as a crisis actor. It's like that's Leanna Wen. Wait, what? Do we have that video? We have that video. Dude, you look
3: Love up Leanna Wen and bombing. You'll see it, dude. It's unbelievable. It's but unbelievable. She, but she and was also on the uh, uh this uh, the Council of Foreign uh, Relations. Yeah, she's obviously World full of shit. She's them. obviously
2: a demon for sure. We all we're all in agreement that that um, it was a pandemic, right? They planned this shit. Dude, right? all the Chinese yeah.
3: people just falling well, in check, the check This
2: was before the pandemic. Can you play that video I just sent you? <laughs> yeah. Check out this one. This is the proof. This is like 2017.
0: Oh yeah, 12. Or, 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 No, you're talking about
2: Leanne? Let's see no no no, 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 not that one. This is, this is the plan right here. Listen yeah, to this. Listen to this okay. shit. Listen to this. Why don't we blow the system up? I mean, obviously we can't just turn off the spigot on the system we have and then say, hey, everyone in the world should get this new vaccine we haven't given to anyone yet. But there must be some way that we grow vaccines mostly in eggs the way we did in 1947.
1: In order to make the transition from getting out of the tried and true egg growing, which we know gives us results that can be, you know, beneficial, I mean, we've done well with that, to something that has to be much better. Uh, You have to prove that this works And then you've got to go through all of the clinical trials, phase ones, phase twos, phase three, and then show that this particular product is going to be good over a period of years. That alone, if it works perfectly, is gonna take a decade.
5: There might be a need or even an urgent call for uh, an entity of excitement out there that's completely disruptive, that's not beholden to bureaucratic strings and and, and processes.
1: So we really do have a problem of how the world perceives influenza and it's gonna be very difficult to change that unless you do it from within and say, I don't care what your perception is, we're going to address the problem in a disruptive way and in an iterative way, because you do need both.
5: But it is not too crazy to think that an outbreak of an, a novel avian virus could occur in, in China somewhere. We could get the RNA sequence from that, beam it to a number of regional centers, if not local, if not even in your home at some point, and print those vaccines on a patch and self administer They're brainstorming. That was a brainstorm. Why don't we
2: the system up?
0: Here's how That's a smoking gun. Yeah. That's a smoke. If there's a smoking gun, that's it.
2: Dude, they're strategizing. Watch this. Okay, check this out.
0: Have you seen this?
2: Eddie? No, I think Dr. so. Dr. Lena
0: Wen, she's an emergency room physician who was working at Massachusetts General Hospital the day of the terror attack. She also works at Brigham and Women's Hospital. So you were at Massachusetts General
1: Monday.
7: What happened? Oh, it was a horrific day. We had no idea what was coming. It was 3 o'clock, and we heard that there were two explosions, but we didn't know where. We had no idea how many people were coming to us. How many people came? It seemed like dozens, and it was. It was probably nearly three dozen patients in two hours or so. I <laughs> <We laughs> have
4: right, heard from Dr. Walls from the other uh, women's hospital that because of all the drills That's the amazing.
1: hospitals here have been running since 9-11, you were unbelievably prepared.
7: Technically and medically, we were ready. It's we almost like you knew trials. it was going to happen. We Undercover. knew what to do with each individual patient who came in. But I've never seen a trauma like this before. The volume and the nature of the trauma was really chilling and really shocking.
2: And on a personal note, you hadn't
0: yet heard from your husband. while the was all going on, and then you hear a cell phone ring, you reach into your pocket,
1: but it wasn't your cell phone ringing.
7: Yeah. So we actually lived just a block away from here, from Coffee Square. And my husband had told me that he was coming to watch at the finish line. And then we heard that the explosions happened. So while I was treating patients, I had no idea whether the next patient was going to be my husband. I thought, I mean, I really thought because there was soot and blood everywhere, I thought there was a good chance that the next patient I'd be seeing on the stretcher would turn out to be my husband. I can't take
6: it. But he was okay. Stop it. It's so bad.
7: It's, it's,
3: she's it's so, so dramatic. It's- she's the first one on the guillotine, in my humble opinion. Throw her first on the guillotine. She is an obvious foreign agent. She's part of the CFR. I mean, it's unbelievable to me. What, like, they think we're stupid. They Or they do this for sigil magic to... Just let us know what they're doing. But you say they,
5: they think we're stupid, but how many people do you know who really know about this? You know what I mean? I mean, uh, they're right. They're, they're, we're ignorant, mostly. Well, I, yeah, Most I'm, people
2: are
3: stupid.
5: Yeah, okay. Yeah, All I, mean, right. I hate to say well, that. I hate to
3: Congratulations, say that. lizard people. You're <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so her 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 work to and she's also ran Planned Parenthood remember in the aborted That's baby it, yeah. body parts dealing and so that connects her with Kamala Harris who's a, an aborted baby body parts saleswoman um, where they said oh no we ain't we're not selling aborted baby body parts then they got caught again 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 Th- then they just try to put it under the rug oh no one's going to jail no one's nothing's going to happen it's perfectly fine even though we have the numbers we know exactly who was buying we know what their price was for the baby's heart we know what the price was for the baby's liver. I mean it's just the brain. This is crazy, like demonic satanic.
3: It's a Moloch shit, bro. It's all dark arts Moloch shit. And that's why I always tell man, it's like everybody wants oh these people run the world, these people run the world. It's not a group, man. It's occultics, man. Dark arts occult people who who fucking masquerade as all these different groups, whether it's neocons, neoliberals, Zionists, communists, communist Zionists, whatever the group is that these people want pointing fingers at. No, dude, it's all the occult, man. These dark arts people. And,
0: and they look at us as sheep. That's One an important herd they immunity. Look at us as dumb herds of sheep
2: herd immunity they let you know what they think of us <laughs> this next video is, is uh 25 seconds just this is only 25 seconds check this out this is where we get our numbers
0: is this, is this the aoc this, video yes. which one is this no no this
2: i don't
4: know who this is but she looks official Check cause, out. but you had COVID at the same Can you time. Can rewind? That? Oh, low yeah? Low. Okay. oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh okay. yeah! Okay. Even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So, um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause. Even if you're jamming you our God, transmissions. A clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time. It's still listed as a COVID death. So, um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I hope that's Awful. Yeah. Again, and then, every summer. Is, was it hard to find? Because the 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 text at the bottom was in Spanish. I don't know. Maybe, dude. Like you can't find that in Here's English. Here's
3: the problem, right? Sure. Like you know, it's the old. Sa- it's not the old saying. It's a saying I've heard recently. Don't worry about waking up the sheep. Worry about waking up the sleeping lions. And that's what you got to do. The CNN is never going to run that. MSNBC is never going to run that. They're never going to wake up this small, active group of people that have blue check marks on their fucking thing and they hate their fathers and they just refuse to admit
2: that they've been duped. Yeah. It's like, no matter how much you show them. And it's like, I am And just- that's like, like, it's like, a I don't even know what you would call it. It's like so many layers. Cause she, what she said is it doesn't matter what you die of. If we test you and you have COVID, we're marking it as a COVID death from a test that can't even dis- distinguish COVID from the flu. Right from a test 100%. that was set at 40 cycles. It's just layer upon layer, which is at 40 cycles, 90% false positives, and they can't even tell if it's COVID. What the fuck is going on here? What are we doing? What are the real numbers? If this shit was in court, the judge would just fucking throw this shit out. Like i was just like, what? Well, these numbers, These numbers are ridiculous. The judges, we live in a banana
3: court now. Are these judges enforcing the law, or are they being sold to the highest bidder. That's why, you know Eddie, when we were in when we were in Omaha, you really fucking hit on it, dude. We have to watch the governors you know, you know what the internet did? The lo- local government. The, the internet They did made this- us forget
2: about local government. Yes. And I, I, you know, the, the last four years, I've been balls deep in, in politics, but I was just paying attention to Washington, yeah. D.C. I didn't even know who our fucking governor was, but I knew all about Pelosi, Schumer, Nadler, all those fucking demons. I knew all about them, but I didn't even know who our fucking mayor was and our governor, when the governors are the true presidents, the governors have the real power and the mayors, but we don't even know where, we forgot like how that even works. And I think there needs to be, um, and Dr. Shiva's doing a great job at that. He's educating people on how local government works and how you get involved in it. Because nobody knows how to get involved in local government. And that's where it all starts. It's all about our governors. And that's, you know, I, I think this is a complete scam demic, but I think in a crazy way we needed it because we had it's exposing the election system it's exposing the election machines it's exposing the process the mayors the governors and, and who has all the power and the attorney generals and all this shit. so now people know what's up everybody knew it was all shady but now we know how shady it is and and how they get away with it so in a crazy way it's like uh if all this wasn't exposed we would just keep living in a fantasy land like we were during the Obama years, during the Bush years, during the Clinton years, during the Bush senior years, while they were just, we were in a fucking haze. We didn't know what was going on. They were just putting all their demons yeah, in positions yeah, of power. Yeah, yeah. Think about all the years. Think yeah. about how deep it must be since at least senior. I mean, they tried to kill Not Ronald Reagan. No, no. no they but They killed least- JFK. That's when it started. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But Who, who the, killed the plan, JFK?
0: But the, what, what did the flat earthers come up with on who killed JFK? Who mastered minded it.
6: Who? Oh.
0: <laughs> well, the CIA obviously, but who was who was their agent on the ground?
3: George Bush. George
0: Herbert Walker Bush. He was in, he was in Oh,
3: uh, Dallas today. And he was in Washington, D.C. Because I thought he was in New York on the day. He's actually in Washington, D.C. on 9-11. And his father fund- got busted for funding the Nazis. The Nazis.
0: like, uh-huh. And his
3: whole story about his plane going down, he's changed his story five times. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, I think, I think the mission,
2: water. I think the mission was to get the CIA... In, in the White House, and they yep. did it. It was mission, when George Bush Sr. came in, it was like, mission accomplished. That was like, yep. that one mission complete. Now the next mission is the New World Order. And they, you know, through... You know what the, what's fucking hilarious? Go back and watch George Sr. doing his presidential debate against Bill Clinton and Ross Perot? Holy shit. Go back and watch that shit. Go back, that's it's just... It's like uh, like improv at the fucking ground leans. It's fucking well, Ross hilarious. Ross Perot it's hilarious.
3: just nailed Al Gore on that Larry King interview about what was going to happen to free trade, and we all laughed at it because he talked funny, man, got big-ass hairs and he's like, man, it's going to destroy the U.S. And we're like, yeah. shut up, dude, and Al Gore lied right to our faces Yeah, because he's Club of Rome, dog. He's just part of it at all. Man, David. Eddie,
2: great episode. Let's, let's get you back on and t- to talk about um, not eating. Uh, yeah, not eating not and eating. fasting.
0: Yeah, we'll do it. Let's do a show. We'll do a show on nutrition, but then we'll take it all the way there on fasting and not eating, and, and how to do what my friend Genesis has done for years, which is long years without eating.
2: And maybe we'll get into sun gazing. You believe in that? Is that real? Absolutely. Sun, sun gazing's I'm a sun real. Sun gazing maniac. Oh shit! Okay. All right, David.
0: Let's do that soon. Where
3: can they find you?
0: On uh, Wolf dot com, easiest W O L F E, British spelling. I'll never
3: live that down. <laughs> David, I love you. Thank you for coming on. Eddie, I'm Thanks, so gentlemen. always a pleasure to have you on. Vegas this Saturday. Oh, Vegas shit. Vegas to Saturday is going to be a great time. And I'm Sam super e. excited. Thank you so much for kicking the journey off and joining us again. I love you very much. Love you too, Johnny man. XG. Thank you, guys. Hope to see you in Vegas. There's very few tickets left. So to the 500th, to the stand-up show, come join. It's going to be an all-night party. We love you very much. Thank you for tuning in. And we will talk to you soon.
1: See ya. Go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind.
3: Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional
1: just, shit. Wake up, Aaron.
4: This is only the beginning.
1: Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hat.